A good news. Good news, chariots are coming. Good news. Good news, chariots are coming. Good news. Good news, chariots are coming, and I don't want to leave me behind. Good morning. This is Pastor Enroy G. Ferguson of the East Jamaica Conference of Seventh-day Adventists. And this is your program, A Word from Heaven. Good news. Good news, chariots coming. Good news. Good news, This morning, the scripture comes to us from the book of St. John. St. John 13, verse 34. And I read, A new commandment I give unto you, that ye love one another as I have loved you, that ye also love one another. I want to speak to you this morning on the theme, The Power of Love. There's a lighthouse on the hillside That overlooks life's sea when I'm dust, oh, how it sends out a light that I might see. And the light that shines in darkness now will safely lead us if it wasn't for. days when love is so hard to find, that's true love. We ask, Lord, that somehow you would give me the words to make this matter clear, so that like a lighthouse in a dark place, people will see the power of love and be drawn to it, so that we can give love that has so often lifted various ones of us from desperate situations. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Heritage Singers. The power of love. A new commandment I give you, said Jesus, that ye love one another. As I have loved you. A famous plastic surgeon, Maxwell Maltz, has written a book called Dr. Pygmalion. It was published in 1958. In this book, he tells a story that gives us an example of the kind of liberating love that Jesus has for us. He said that one day a woman invited him to her family home to talk about the medical condition of her husband. As they sat and talked, she told him that after she and her husband had gotten married, they moved into a new home and he invited his mother and his disabled brother to live in the far wing of the house. She told him that one night a fire broke out in that wing and his mother and brother lost their lives in spite of her husband's frantic efforts to save them. In fact, she said that her husband was so horribly burned 
and his face so badly disfigured that since that time he has stayed in his room and would not let anyone come near him because he believed that they would reject him because of his ugly features. Upon hearing this woman's story, Dr. Maltz quickly assured her that he could perform surgery on her husband and restore his face. But she said, You don't understand, doctor. He thinks that God has disfigured his face to punish him for failing to save his mother and brother, and so he refuses to have surgery. She said, What I want you to do is to operate on me and disfigure my face like his so that we can be together again. Of course, Dr. Maltz would not agree, but he was moved deeply by that wife's determined and total love. He got her permission to try to talk to her husband. He went to the man's room and knocked, but there was no answer. He called loudly through the door. I know you are in there, and I know you can hear me. So I've come to tell you that my name is Dr. Maxwell Maltz. I'm a plastic surgeon, and I want you to know that I can restore your face. There was no response. Again he called loudly, Please come out and let me help restore your face. But again, there was no answer. Still speaking through the door, Dr. Maltz told the man what his wife was asking him to do. She wants me to disfigure her face, to make her face like yours, in the hope that you will let her back into your life. That's how much she loves you. There was a brief moment of silence, and then... Ever so slowly, the doorknob began to turn. Finally, the disfigured man came out of his self-imposed prison. He was so overwhelmed by his wife's act of real sacrificial love that he submitted to the surgery and was set free to love again and to restore his marriage. I want to ask you, what is your situation today? Suppose the challenge you face in your life is anger, hurtful words, and hate from the one you used to love. Suppose the challenge you face is the breakup of your marriage. What would you do? What could you do? What will you do? Well, you could listen to the words of friends and acquaintances that say, simply leave the man and get on with your life. Or, leave the woman and get somebody else. Some may even say to you, you know, there are two women out there for every man. Leave her. Now, that is the simple way out, or as I used to call it, the great American cop-out. But thoughts linger. People remember the lovely times. Children get hurt in such a situation. Every discussion of life or money becomes a new chance to hurt each other. But before you finally leave, you will have to walk roughshod over the feelings of the one that you used to love. You will have to block your mind from his good qualities so that you can keep his bad qualities in mind. You will have to find ways of forgetting his little deeds of kindness and his little words of love, the little gifts he used to give you, lady, or the shows you watched together that used to lighten your days and 
make you love each other and long to be with each other. You will have to forget the hugs, those kisses. Lady, you will have to forget his beautiful smile or lovely personality. Sir, you will have to forget her sweet lips or her beautiful form in a bathing suit or without it. And lady, you will have to forget those times with him when nothing, nothing in life could equal the sweet feeling, the love you felt, or how turned on you were when you were with him. But if you are willing to forgive and forget and start over again, you can fix it together. I want to say to you at this time that you can spend your time remembering every little slight you gave each other or any little wrong or slip of the tongue or word that did not sound so right or anything that can make one of you look bad. Are you prepared to do that? It is always a hard and unpleasant process, no matter how it starts. Then you will have to attach the worst motives to them so that he can look bad to you. Then you will have to treasure that thought of dislike until those thoughts become thoughts of hate, unpleasantness, etc. Until you feel justified in doing each other hurt. By the way, while you are finding ways and means of hurting each other and making the other seem ugly and hateful in your sight, Spend a while to realize that you too would be becoming hurtful, unpleasant, evil, and ugly. Because by cherishing hurtful, harmful, ugly thoughts, you will be changed into that same image. Is that what you want for yourself? Is that what you want for your husband, or boyfriend, or your wife, or girlfriend? If not, you will have to work together to restore your love for each other. It can't be done by one partner alone. It takes both. You will have to hold together. The story was told of an African village that practiced a principle of hanging together or sticking together in acts of love. Therefore, it was understood that if any one of the members in the village was in trouble, all were in trouble, and all would come to the aid of that one. One day, one village member who lived high on a hill above the rest of the people looked down and saw that a dam was about to break and destroy the lives of the people below. Time was of the essence. He did not have time to go down and warn them, so he decided to set his house on fire, hoping that if they saw that his house was on fire, they would follow the principle of hanging together in acts of love and rush up to the hill to help him. So, Upon seeing their brother's house on fire, they followed the principle of hanging or holding together in acts of love. They all rushed up the hill to help their brother who was in trouble. And as soon as they got to the top of the hill, they heard a loud crash and then a bang and then a swash. They looked back and saw that the dam below had broken. They then realized that in hanging together in acts of love to save one of their number, who was in trouble, they also saved their own lives. What about you, husband or wife, whose marriage is in trouble? By helping to save that marriage, you might not only save your, the other person's life, you might save yours. You might save his happiness or your happiness. Therein lies our hope in a broken, hostile, and suspicious world. If there is a problem, by the power of the love of Jesus, that enables us to hang together in acts of love, 
we can solve it together. Life can still be beautiful. Furthermore, little deeds of kindness and little words of love still make this world an Eden, like the heaven above. Go out, therefore, and sweeten your lover's heart. Make life nicer for somebody. Give, and it shall be given unto you. May God bless you. Lord, so often we are in desperate situations in life. It might be a marriage. It might be just the situation after a disappointment. It might be some other family problem. But Lord, you lifted us when we were in trouble. Let us lift each other. Lord, let the love that you spoke to us about be not just a word, but help us to go the extra mile and give since someone gave to us in the first place. In Jesus' name, amen. This is Pastor Enroy G. Ferguson, and this has been your program, A Word from Heaven. Go forward, give love to somebody, make life nicer for somebody, instead of spewing hate at hurtful words. to him.